0: Yeah But you don't wanna do it Yeah, well it's been a little bit since a pod today. You know, I was giving a lot of thought to uh life and death and people that uh are here and then you're no longer and die in all kinds of ways. Tragic accidents. Uh, I watched a movie about a plane that went down and the Andes and the struggle to survive and even cannibalism and all kinds of things that happened and how long people lasted until there was a rescue and you know the, the fact that many of them turned to philosophy it's interesting how they um, in this particular movie uh, I think it's called The uh, Society of Snow it's like Uruguay language it's on Netflix uh, it's interesting how they developed a philosophy of like uh, their gods were each other in the end but I think that was just a matter of appreciating um, you know when it finally came down to the end just appreciating what they had uh, which wasn't much it's a very interesting movie about the human spirit and about pushing on does it matter that your mind is on eternity does it matter that we think about eternity does it matter that we don't understand eternity Because we don't. I can tell you from my own near-death experiences that had I died, I really wouldn't have known. I really wouldn't have known that I died because I was not really cognitive, conscious of being aware that I was aware. I would have just kind of slipped away. And if that happened... um, would I be hyper-focused on eternity or whatever? No, I would be going to wherever I went, wherever that would be, and, and where would that be? It's a good question. So, there are verses in the Bible about eternity, and some are very interesting. Um, you know, makes a big deal out of being an unrepentant sinner equals death, and I suppose you know that means death to eternity. I, I think that's the main, the main thing. Um, but and then it makes a a case that people are judged for for what they've done. You know, when you've had a choice to do something good or do something evil, and you've been living evil. There is a judgment. There are consequences, and so and some of these, like in John 1.12, it says, "But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name." So eternity is actually a restoration to the sons of God, which was barred from the, you know, barred from man from the fall. Uh, requiring salvation. And we we forget, people forget about salvation because they think, I didn't ask to be here. I didn't ask to have this burden. I didn't ask to go through these struggles. I did not ask to have um, all these conflicts. I did not ask to be made the way I was made. I didn't ask any of it. And so what do you mean there's you know on top of that there's a judgment of, the, of what I did or didn't do when I don't necessarily consider life a gift or anything else. I just I'm just here because I was made to be here and now I'm gone. And um so I believe what the Lord does is he tries to get the attention of all people and say, look, it's not about, you know, we talked about this, not about you. It's not about what you think about humanity. It's not about your philosophy. It's not about your, um, you know, coming up with something that, that that works in your death. Makes it easier to die it's really the, the big switch like the big the big question is can you switch over to somebody else made this and made you for whatever reason and that you may want to try to discover what that is rather than i didn't ask for this i'll do whatever i want and um You've noticed that when people do things that are, you know, good, do things that are uh, that they don't have to do, help out people. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, got a little bit of a tired today because I've been in uh, my own status is I've been in uh, this, um, you know, rehabbing and trying to learn you know, my legs went due to this infection that I had caught. And, um, so in rehab trying to bring them back, I'm still not home. I'm still in a hospital situation, uh, working on physical rehabilitation of legs and it's going okay. It's, you know, it's, uh, it needs to go better. I'm kind of You know, wheelchair bound at this point and, um, and, you know, walker bound and all that. But uh, I guess the alternative could have been just death. So, you know, so here I am. I'm going to make, you know, aiming to make the most of it. And, uh, you know, making some progress, but still not there yet. You know, not there with, I haven't recaptured what I've lost. And it's interesting because I've always had legs. And when people lose legs, they go, oh no. But when you lose legs at at my age, it's kind of like, well, how much longer are you going to live anyway? It's, it's really not as big a deal as losing legs at, 20, at 22 years old or something, where you really need them, you know. Same time, there's an opportunity I have to work on all this and to get stronger, to get be, you know better before I go home so I'm not really a burden and then carried on, a lot of things had to change Um, I just, my own you know, I guess my own kind of you know sin life I suppose I was drinking too much, I was um, you know, kind of not really that conscious of, of you know, some things I was doing lately I just kind of like was off and uh, I, I feel that um, like over the last you know, 10 or 15 years I have not really cared much for this but I've just kind of you know let the body uh, adjust to whatever I threw at it so I'd throw food at it drink at it, this at it, that at it you know certain, you know, uh, 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 what can I say, uh, pharmaceutical drugs, like, you know, um, things like steroids and different things to to help with pain and to help with, you know, taking kind of an easy way out here and there and the other way. And, um, and I think the uh, mistake there is that uh, is that time, you know, the Lord's trying to get my attention that time is in a crunch my father had died at uh at my age now and i ran into a huge obstacle since june i ran into these infections and problems and near and death and 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 you know taking out of, of, of coordination legs arm you know just a lot of things and all this happened um, in the time of his death at 69. And I've said to myself, nothing's ever going to happen to me. That was his trip at 69. And there's no, that doesn't mean I'm in trouble. And it certainly did as a reminder. And I think it just was God checking me on my own hubris. I have no ill will toward God or anything else, although i have working hard to regain my, uh, walking if I can, or being able to get in, in and out of a car or be able to travel, any anything like that, um, will be a, you know, a blessing. And it's, uh, it's very difficult. It's also very hard to, um, not be home, you know, to be away and, uh, you know, to not, not be in a comfort zone and to be in a situation of, uh, of trying to challenge myself and trying to challenge my own physical limitations, even though there's fear. I have fear of falling, fear of you know easily falling, and um, uh, fear of falling down because my legs sometimes you know like today they felt like two toothpicks, kind of you know balancing, and then I'm kind of moving them, trying to walk down the hall. I'm feeling like, oh, this is just, I, how, how much longer can we do this before the whole thing just goes bluey? And I had people on me, you know, spotting me, and they had a little strap on me to make sure I, you know, don't fall and all that. But at the same time, it's like, uh, will that be, you know, eradicated? And all I can say is that, you know, to all those people that things happen to, you know, the traffic accident, the bone break, the leg break, uh, or the loss of legs, the loss of limbs, anything like that that happens to people suddenly where their whole life has changed. Well, I'm now among you, and I can now relate to exactly, and I can tell you that, yes, we go into denial that things are okay, and we'll be bouncing right back when that probably won't be the case. You know, but at the same time, what is bouncing back? My uh, mind is sharper, having been through what I've been through. Um, it it should be, you know, technically less sharp, but it does feel sharper. Um, at the same time, I've really suffered from lack of oxygen and, you know, memories going and you know muscle groups going and all kinds of things happening. And like I say, there's a good month there where i didn't know who i was where i was or that a month had even passed so this can happen to people and uh do we do we you know do we uh, call a priest do we call how do you get aligned with the lord well here's the thing i'll just tell you right now if you want to be aligned with the lord and skip over the, uh, what is it we've been toying with lately? The um, the uh, the God particle. If you don't want to deal with that and, and have this kind of like endless mind trip of the God particle or trying to figure out some way of uh, understanding it all, pulling it all together, it can't be understood. The universe itself cannot be understood. The whole thing cannot be understood with quantum physics. Quantum physics can only take you so far. And then there's still that gap, which is not going to be solved by the, uh, by the what? By the the God particle? What a stupid, whoever came up with that's an absolute idiot. Come on. The God particle. To justify spending hundreds of billions, even billions of dollars on some pipe that they can ram a signal through and somehow come up with bingo, here's how you do the, you know, here's how you play God. They wouldn't know what to do. The thoughts of God are above man, the, the ways of God, they're so far above man that man doesn't think of them. So, in the, in the depths of my own sickness, let's say, I'm not thinking about God. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm resting in God. And if I'd gone, if I left, then I would have gone with the Lord. That's where I would go. Because see, in my mind, there isn't any other position. There isn't like, I'm going to rest on my own and I figured it all out and uh, I'm going to reject God and the Bible and all the concepts and religions and reject everything and go on my own understanding. Okay, so here I am, you know, coming into death on my own understanding. And why is it so lonely and pitiful and painful and awful? It's because God honors free will. You choose to die alone. You choose to reject eternity. Because eternity is like, at the very least... It's like you're part of everything and, and part of everything always and always were and always will be. To reject that is to say, I'm, I'm an aberration, I'm nothing, and, and even still you're something. Because there is talk about, um, you know, judgment and things like that. But um, the Lord says to Jeremiah, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And if, if thy hand offend me, cut it off, in Mark, it's better that the enter into a life maimed than having hands to go to hell, the fire which shall never be quenched. Well, okay. So hell is, in my view, you know, and I've thought about it a lot, is there a hell? If there is, it's self-imposed. You know, if, if you've led a life of just Selfishness and hating other people and hating God and just just being a in a hate fest. There's there's you know complications to everything. There are consequences. And then, um, but everything hinges on one thing. Everything hinges on one thing. We need something from outside to rescue us. And we we don't rescue ourselves. And I think that's it just comes down to something that simple. If we recognize that much and that much alone, then we're in pretty good shape because we know that well, it'll never be visceral enough for people like, boy, I can really feel that salvation. Yeah, it's really kicking in now. No, that's you know, that's probably not gonna happen. You know, I really feel the Lord's presence. Well that can happen. And I want to go with the Lord. Yeah, that that can happen. I mean that's where we want to go ultimately, right? With the Lord and with with his uh with his unction, with his with his uh with his understanding and with his um with the peace that surpasses all understanding completely and in peace. Now As I would hit the near-death experience, I was not really here to judge about it. So it was like, again, it would be like I sort of just slipped away. I just went somewhere else. And um, I think that's how it is with a lot of people. And for me to make more out of life than it is would be for me to usurp God. So I would say, well, Lord, what is it? I'll tell you what. You tell me and I'll listen. And, uh, and you know, we sort of go like that. Um, it's, it's not really like a riddle. But anyway, enough about the morbid topic of death. And I only bring it up because I was just reminiscing on how my father died at 69, and I reached 69 saying, oh, nothing will happen to me, and then boom, I'm almost dead. Now, I think if I squeak by and survive... And I've had you know a major operation too on my my right lung. They've had to remove the infection fluid from it at the same time, so I've had that in the last month too um If I can squeak by this thing and that would mean that the 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 you know the surgery heals, everything heals, I'm able to um at least get around in a a scooter or a wheelchair or some kind of thing can't do crutches, can't do a cane. It's a little more hardcore than that. But, um, again, it, it just seems that it's some kind of a... You know, like I'm saying, nothing will ever happen to me, that happened to my father. And then, boom. The difference is, Okay, so what am I going to do about it? Am I going to complain and say I don't deserve it and be a victim and not work at it? Or am I going to work at it? And, uh... Okay, I'm going to have to have part two coming up here. So, stand by for part two of this. This is like a little brief... Pod this is Jeff Daniel and Zeph Report and we're gonna to have to have a part two. and I'll see you next time, which will be soon.